Welcome back. Hi. This is Trisha. And I am Evangelist Laurie Ann, and we are just kicking kickin in with, with Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I always let you do it, and then I just chime in at the end, because <laughs> then I know what we're doing. You know what I mean? Sometimes we're I- saying it's just, we're just, and we're, sometimes we're not saying we're just, so I just don't want to be all stumbled up. Next time, I'm just not going to say nothing. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Roll with it. <laughs> Uh, how was your week good i mean i feel like i'm so tired Mm. you know i've been with my husband we've been together going on 12 years come on this april right 12 years and uh i've never once he's never once like well he has one time but i don't remember it but he's never really gone away Mm. Especially with having kids. Mm. He's never, like, gone away where I, like, was home by myself. By myself, you know? Yeah. And he was away, and I, like, could not sleep. I didn't think that I'm going to be... Come on. And I said it I said it to him. I was like, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Not that I wasn't going to miss you, but I just was like, okay, he's going away. Like, I do everything alone anyway, so... Yeah. Besides when he comes home from work and stuff, but that's only a couple hours, and the kids go to bed, and then we go to bed, so it's... I didn't think it was going to be as dramatic as it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, couldn't get to sleep till like, 1 o'clock in the yep. morning, both nights, and then I'm dead tired, and then when he comes home, then it's church and everything, so I'm still getting up, and I'm like, cannot... I feel like I cannot catch up on sleep Come on. because of Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yep. I was yeah. like, well, I guess I really do like you still. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I just That's feel funny. so tired. Yeah. You know? I said, I looked out my, my shades and I said, it's 525 and it's still kind of light out. Come on, yes. spring! <laughs> Octavia, my oldest, was walking in. We were walking into Target today, and she's like, I just hate this cold. It's so cold. When is it going to be not cold? I was like, I don't know. This is what this is what we live in, okay? Yeah. Deal with it. It's we crazy. live in New England. We're all over the place. Oh, man. My, my son says he's living in California, and he says the other day, it's cold. I have to wear a sweater. And I'm like, cold like cold what? 67. Get out of here. It's like 20s right now, bro. Jack, <laughs> like you don't come from New England. Right. <laughs> I do have to say, though, like, because I've been <clears throat> to California in February, and after you've been there for a couple of days and your body adjusts to it, it does feel cold. And I'm like, have to remind myself, like, right now it's like 20 degrees at home. It's not that cold. Right? <laughs> right? No. It's cold today outside. How about that? That's funny. So, getting to the nitty-gritty of the word. Mm. So, this morning, so I start my day every day the same way. I'll get a cup of coffee, brush my teeth, and come to the Bible table and just pray, seek the Lord, and then read. And this morning, he has me between Matthew and John. It's constant, and it has been for months. Like, I'm just Matthew 16, constant. And I think he's really trying to get me to teach on the authority Mm. of what we possess. And then he'll get me into John starting in verse like 17 on Mm. to the end. And so this morning in 
John 19. And I'm reading, and I get to the crucifixion, John 19, verses, starting in verse 25. And it says, So the soldiers did these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Salome, Mary, the mother of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And I thought to myself, yo, wait a minute. So Jesus's aunt, just follow me. So Mary has a sister named Salome. Salome is married to Zebedee and Zebedee is the father of James and John, the sons of thunder. So wild. Which makes Salome, Jesus's aunt and John and James, Jesus's cousins. So inside my head, it, I'm like, oh, it's like this puzzle piece, like, that's why John was always in whom the apostle whom Jesus loved. Like, wow, talk about rowdy boys, right? right? I always just thought, like, you know, John was his best friend. Right. You know? And they always no. had to rub it in, like, yep, that's John, his best friend. So, which makes me want to... All right, so now James and John, I realize, is Jesus' cousins. So somehow, because John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin too. Right. So... I'm wondering, were they cousins too? Oh, yeah. Huh? So now, which prompts me to dig, who's Peter to you now? Is he anything? Or is he just somebody that, you know, your heart was for him because... So let's see, you know? Yeah, I mean... What I find crazy about that is like... His cousins, so James and John are his mm -hmm. cousins, they just followed him. But his family, his siblings, Come on. didn't believe him. Like, what was the difference? You know? You know, I, I have always thought to myself, how is that? Like, how? Because I know that James, his brother, in the book of James, right. eventually they ended up following him. Right. But I think early on in his ministry, Jesus' ministry, you know the scripture where it says that he was in a city at a house and they brought all the sick to him and mm -hmm. all the demon possessed yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. And his mother and father, his mother and brothers were there and he said, Who's my mother and brothers? Those that do the will of my right. father. I think it kind of tweaked the siblings' hearts. Like, who was he, man? Right. He, you know what I mean? Like, not knowing who he really was just yet. Like, I think inside of them, it kind of tweaked them a little bit. Like, you're so prideful. Right. Who do you think you are? You know? That's my opinion. My question would be... <clears throat> Were they not paying attention to what he was doing? 
Because, I mean, yeah, that could be prideful, but were they not paying attention like James and John? Like, all of a sudden, James and John were just like, okay, I'm going to follow you. I think, though, you got to remember. <clears throat> and obviously, they all grew up together. They did, but... Jesus so they know each other. No, yeah, but, but they, they weren't knew each doing other. No, right. But I'm saying, like, they all, like, knew each other. Right. So the same person that James and John knew, the cousins... James knew the brother. They all knew that same right. person. And then all of a sudden, James and John, he said, follow me. Yeah, but remember how that came about. Here's Peter, James and John fishing right. all night, catching nothing. They see the miracle. He stands in the boat. He preaches for a minute. And then he says to Peter, pull out just a little bit and cast on the side of the boat. Peter's like, we've been doing this all night, dude. Right. But at your word, You're a carpenter, okay. I'm a fisher. Right? <laughs> Stay in your lane. But he said, <laughs> at your word, I'll do it. Right. And this massive amount of fish. So all three of them see what just took place where the brothers didn't. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. I think... So it's kind of like... It's kind of like now, right? Come so on. It's kind of like when our eyes get open. Come on. There's so many people that, just even my friend group, you know, my husband's getting baptized this Sunday, and he invited his friends. Right. And he's like, I just hope that, you know, they don't get uncomfortable or whatever. I say, but you don't know if they're going to, if that, at that Sunday is going to be the Sunday that their eyes are open. Just like it was for you. Come on. Because it's the same thing. It's like, you don't see it until it's revealed to you. Why does God allow it to take so long for some people? I don't know. But I think that's what it is. You know? Yep. I do. So it's kind of like all of that played out, but that's still playing out. Following Jesus, it's still playing out just like that. Some people just see the miracles that's happened within their own self or around you. I think it's, I think there's, there's always a, like his brothers, I believe with all of my heart, it wasn't until he rose from the dead right. and then ascended into heaven. I think that's when. James like, oh. I oh, think his brothers was oh like, boy is like really flying into the sky right now. Right? Because, you know. But I think all the way around, Shisha. Can I just interrupt you really quick? Because I just had this thought like, yeah, it was not too late for James to, re to see that. But it would be too late for anybody else if they see Jesus coming back on the cloud. Not kidding. Not laughing at like that's because if you if you're waiting until you see Jesus come back to decide if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, it's already too late. But go on. It is, but it isn't. It isn't, but it's gonna be like I felt. It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's gonna be really hard. Because if you don't believe now, you're not gonna believe then. I mean, this, this Antichrist is going to have it going on. He has, he's going to be able to do tremendous things. God's going to give him the ability to do it. You know, he already has the ability to do some stuff on earth, right? But it's going to be ten times worse. 
However, it's going to be 10 times worse because the people of Jesus isn't here anymore. Mm. I was just watching a video. I'm a part of this women's group, Facebook group. They do like Zoom meetings and stuff, Bible studies and stuff. And one of the girls just posted a video of a girl's testimony. And she was used to be, when she was like 16 years old, I don't know exactly what they they call it, but like... Uh, like the demons she would allow the demons to speak through her to the cult that she was a part of mm. i don't know exactly she used a specific word i can't remember the word she used and mm. she said when she was 16 that's when she like met satan himself right so she's saying all this and he wanted to pinpoint the christians specifically so she would astral project herself and try to bring curses against the christians but when the Christians pray <clears throat> when they're in prayer. She said, I would see like this blue dome around them. Like when they were praying to God, we couldn't get through to them. The reason, isn't that crazy? She's like, and it, she's like, I'm so thankful now that I know that. Mm, but back then she said, I would be so angry in my spirit. I'd be in, I'd be standing right there in my spirit trying to curse them, but I couldn't because they're praying and there's just this blue dome over them. And she's like, and I was mad, but the demons were even madder, like way, way more mad. And, but I just say that because when we're not here, and the people are just privately praying in their houses and they're not here and the demons have nothing to be mad about. In the Bible, in the book of Revelations, it talks about there being in heaven silence for half an hour Mm. in heaven. And incense going up for God. The incense is the prayers of the people. So tell me, stop and think about this. When you're sitting and you're praying for Octavia, when you're praying for Josh, when you're praying for Parker, you're praying because you're believing God to do something in your child, in your family's life. God, open their eyes to, for them to see what I see, mm-hmm. to know what I know. That's what you're asking for, something along those lines, right? right? Those words go up before God, and it, it goes into his nostrils like a beautiful fragrance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he receives that. He receives it. And it's like a dome. It's like a a wall of protection. What? It's crazy. She said while they were praying. So like, if you're a Christian, you just walk around, you're never praying. That dome isn't around you, is what she was saying. But she was saying while the Christian was praying, especially like the prayer um, that Jesus Jesus tells his people to pray. Matthew 16, starting in verse 19. No, no, no. 
Let me start in 18. And he says to Peter, Jesus says to Peter, on this rock I will build my church. Not Peter himself, but what he just said. You're the son of God. On what you just said, I'm going to build my church. It's going to be me that everybody's going to rely upon. It's my name. Right. And the gates of Katie's death will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of, the, of Christ. I, Jesus, will give the keys of authority of the kingdom of God to you. And whatever you bind, you forbid, you declare to be improper and unlawful on earth will have already been bound in heaven and whatever you loose, whatever you permit to de- and declare lawful on earth will have already been loosed in heaven. Hello. That's power. Mm. Right? Right. So, I would say that your prayer <clears throat> That's Even, why it's always it's always the first thing that the enemy steals from you when you stop when you start to grow weary, it's because you're not praying the way you used to. Right. And they were saying specifically the Lord's Prayer. Hmm. What Jesus told you to pray. How Jesus told you to pray, which is in Matthew six. Come on. Starting in verse nine, which if you don't know, people listening, the the disciples asked them how they should pray. Come on. They asked them, how, teach us to pray like John's disciples taught, taught uh, was taught how to pray. And Jesus said, therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. My my Bible says, for the word holy or hallowed, our Father who is in heaven, holy, hallowed, sacred, divine, reverenced, is your name. Hmm. There ain't no name like it. No. (laughs) I just think it's crazy. It says, give us today our daily bread. Today. Like, you need it every day. And my pastor, my pastor Jordan, he's been saying this for a while now, probably since the beginning of the year. Like, everybody needs to pray this every day. Come on. You should say this specific prayer every day. And then I was listening to that girl's testimony about, and it said, like, that just was like, you need daily bread. You need to pray this daily of protection over you. And it says, and do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Because the evil one, the the enemy, the demons, they're all around waiting. And if you can just picture in your mind, if you're praying this prayer every day, there's a dome over you of protection. Like... It's just, it's it's absolutely insane to me as I was listening to that. I'm like, that is so incredibly powerful. Come it on. makes me want to pray all the time. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Come on. Especially when, you know, he's promised to not only hear your prayer, but to answer it. Right. I, you know... There's no 
And it doesn't mean that God answers your prayer right away. Right. Do you know what I mean? I have, like I said, I have so many yet to be answered, but I know. I may not be alive anymore, but I know. Just like Abraham knew, just I know that they're going to get answered. They are, and it's like... (coughs) It's crazy because when you're going through it... Come on. Right? When you're going through asking and praying for the same thing and you just get tired of the same thing over and over, and it's like, come on, maybe just this isn't... Maybe just this isn't, right? Maybe this isn't the Maybe prayer. God's not Maybe you're not going to do it. Maybe the answer yeah, right. is no. Yeah. Right? And I'm just, I'm ignoring that no. But then when he does finally do it, like, I'm still in shock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I've been praying for my husband for four years. Three and a half faithfully, like, hard, fasting, praying. Trisha. And he's talking to me on the phone today, asking me, we're going back and forth about his testimony. Because you got to write a testimony for the baptism and stuff. And I'm just, like, trying to wrap my mind around, like, but God, (laughs) last year... At this time, I was crying on the way to church, saying, maybe this just isn't the life you have for me. And then when I stood in my kitchen on Saturday, because he came home on Saturday, and I just had this over, you know how like sometimes Jesus will just be like, and drop something all over you and you just like can't stop crying? I've never, so if anyone's listened to this podcast all the way through, we've heard my testimony, right? So yeah. I've ne- I've, I grew up with parents and I just never really felt the love. Like I know my parents loved me, right? Cause I'm their kid, but I felt that love, right? I never felt worthy, never felt loved. And on Saturday, I could not stop crying and I just f- never in my in my existence ever felt worthy. Like felt that, felt that. Mm. You know that feeling of I being do. worthy. And that just got like dropped right into my spirit. And I was just making breakfast by myself, listening to worship music. Kids were running around. Josh hasn't hadn't even come home yet. And I just felt that love and worthy. Like y- I love you so much that I want to do this for you as well. But it's my time. Right. And I was overwhelmed by the feeling of Josh is going to show his daughters what kind of man to marry. Come on. And that was so overwhelming for me. And it's just, it's like you don't know how long and it really sucks sometimes when you pray for something for so long. I mean, it was only four years, but what about 10, 15, 20 30 and then you're dead and your prayer never was answered. It doesn't mean that God's not faithful. See, and I'm starting to see something different. It's already answered. Because Matthew 16 says it is. Mm. Now it just needs to come into fruition. Right. 
So I know it's going to happen. And some days are better than others. Don't right. You know what I mean? But I know that it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when it's going to manifest itself here on the earth where I see it. Right. And maybe I won't see it physically here on the earth, but I will see it, be it in heaven. Hmm. So, but I, I also have this thing inside my heart because it was a thing today, not today, Sunday, and yesterday. <clears throat> you know, people that are in leadership positions, I suppose. Mm. People don't think that they're made of dirt, too. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they don't struggle with thoughts, struggle with temptations, struggle with things that we're, we know we're supposed to do. Right. And sometimes we just don't do them. Because right. we're human. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Sometimes we just don't do them. And, and I just found it really... No, I don't want to say offensive. Why are you trying to put something on me that don't belong there? Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yo, no, 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 no. I didn't ask for this. So don't look at me with eyes that are not true. Right. My pastor just started um, a podcast. And I'm pretty pumped about it because I enjoy listening to things that he says. So his first podcast came out today, and it was with Pastor Jude. He's he he's a he runs a church in California. I really like Pastor Jude, and he Pastor Jude is my pastor's pastor, and he grew up with them. He, pastor Jude married Pastor Jordan and Samantha and stuff, and they've known each known him since he was 13 years old. And so Pastor Jude was talking about the seven sacraments, and then he was talking about like. He was talking about Catholics and, like, how they do things and Christians and stuff and how, like, we all just should be one. Like, we all need to come together and fight together because we all have the same purpose and same cause. Like, we all believe Jesus is who he was, right. you know? So then he was telling a story towards the end about, I think it was Pastor Jude's aunt. And Pastor Jude's aunt, he said, she wore out her rug in her room by praying. Yeah. Like, she had to get a new rug all the time. And Pastor Jordan, and I just loved, I, one thing I love about my pastor is that he's, he's honest. Like, you know that he's not a perfect person. And he makes it clear, like, I, I messed that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Pastor Jordan was like, you know, that's one thing that I, that I, I, I wish that I could do. I wish that I could say I did that, that I prayed that much. That I did that. That I, I, he's like, one day I hope that I need to buy a new rug often because that's how much I'm praying. Mm. And he said a few other things too, like, you know, I have to remind myself that my wife was the one to tell me that French fries really 
isn't part of fasting, even though they're potato. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I think I think everybody seems to think that French fries is part of that. I laughed because it's, a, it's potatoes. Josh said the same thing. He's like, but it's potato. I'm like, you're right. Whatever. But no. But no. So I just say that because we seem to forget that <clears throat> just because you have a title in front of your name. And it's not just pastor though. It is. Right? That's right. If you go see a doctor, you get mad because they don't have all the answers. You know what I mean? It's just a title and you're just a person that still makes mistakes, still makes errors, still needs to seek for forgiveness. You know what I mean? Like it's still like they're not a perfect person. And we need to stop putting, you know, me and Josh were talking about this. He's like, it was, I was so nervous, he said, because we went, this past weekend, he went to a men's retreat, which is, again, I'm still in shock that he even went and the things that he told me about, like, only Jesus. That's all I can say. Only Jesus for this man to have been there worshiping. Like, he hates, he hated worship music. And he's worshiping with his hands up? Like, come on. Anyway, he was really nervous to talk to Pastor Dave and Pastor Jordan and stuff. And he, after he said, he's like, they're just like normal people. I'm like, yeah, they're just normal people. Like, they're not anything special. Right. He's just, work. Jordan just works a little bit harder. He digs into the, he's always in his Bible so he can bring a message. He can hear from God to bring a message to the people. That's the only difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, other than that. He sins just like we do. Come on. Come on. I'm sure he gets angry just I think like we do. Don't, I, I don't think people realize it, you know? Because, again, like you said, even doctors, you know? Like, what do you mean? You don't know what's the matter with me? Right. But even just, like, not even just, not even just a doctor, though. Like, take it deeper, like a teacher. How many times has a parent come in and been like, well, you're the teacher. Why don't you have all the answers? Why don't you know my kid doesn't know how to do this? Or why doesn't my kid do that? Like, come on. They're just a teacher. Come on. They're just doing a job. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. it's just. Do I know what you mean? What? <laughs> I, I, I just think it's just. It's just people. We, as a sinful people, have this expectation that doesn't belong. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's my two cents. I'm sticking to it, so. Sometimes you have to. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. That's like, which I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I'm gonna. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always inserting one foot into my mouth, like. So we go to McDonald's the other day. Yes, I had McDonald's. I had a fish sandwich. And so, there's this lady in as I got out of the truck, I seen her and I said, good evening. And I walked in. So she's behind me and I look at her little girl. Now listen, 26 years of childcare, there's certain faces and certain names I remember for whatever reason. So this little girl I see her face and I look at the mom and I go, did she go to 
my daycare the mother was very adamant right quick no I said she didn't go to Lori's Little Lambs no I go sit down, I'm waiting for my food. I start going through my pictures and I go back to 2021. And I got a video of her daughter in the office with me, worshiping. Hmm. So I hear the little girl, the bench, and she's, and I hear a scream. And I'm like, that's her. I go, that isn't her. And she goes, yeah, that's her. She goes, honestly, I was just really pissed off that you, that's how she said it. I was really pissed off that you kicked my day, my child out of your daycare. You kicked her out of the daycare? I, I didn't. I did, I did ask her to leave because, and I had to record her with the cameras because she would bang her head on the floor. She would bite herself. She'd throw herself on the floor. Really I did not want something to happen. Right. And it, it, it what did you do to my child? Like, I, I couldn't. Right. She was biting other children. I, I just couldn't. And the facility was not equipped to handle autism on that level. Oh, it just wasn't. Autism? Yeah. Oh, that's so, but I am going to say that she, that little girl loved worship music. Mm -hmm. But it would only hold her for a a little while yeah they uh, uh, autistic like that should be with people that Mom, know how, how to, to deal with right to handle with with kids like there's tr people trained to do that exactly so and so you know but it was just wow man and I said I'm sorry that I hurt you to that extent I didn't I didn't know right you know, when when we talked, it I I thought she understood. Like she seemed to, you know. I don't know. It was just that it was one of those things. Well, you did say that you weren't eating meat anymore, so definitely McDonald's was not on the list of things to be eating. I said I had. I said however, I had a fish sandwich. However, <laughs> Jesus set that all up. Because she was mad at you, and you apologized. Now it's on her to accept it or not, but... Not like you didn't, like... You know, I didn't, I didn't know then. Because she seemed to be okay with, right. you know? Um, so... <clears throat> but, yeah. So... So you never know, you know? No matter... No matter, you know, and I feel like, I don't know, the older I get, Trisha, the more I, the more Jesus keeps tightening my, my world as I know it. Right. And where he's placing me and the things that he's, 
he's calling me to my world becomes smaller and all these people are out of my life and they seem to be okay with that. So I'm going to be okay with it too. And it just, my sphere is small and I'm like, father. I okay. get it. And it, it is what it is. I don't, I don't understand it. It's a lonely place. I don't know if I've cried ever so much mm. in the last three years. And I know that it was a decision I made. Nonetheless, honestly, I didn't know what destiny would, what right. that meant, what, right. what it what entailed, it like. or what it looked like. And... Now you just gotta keep going forward because you can't go back. You're right. And I'm okay with that. You know? There's times where, you know, the enemy will creep in and he'll say, You made the wrong decision. You stopped teaching children about Jesus? For what? This? Half of these people don't even listen to you. I don't know what to say about I that. Mean, I would be like, you know what? You're right, but Jesus what knows what say. he's doing, so get behind me, Satan. The kids didn't listen to me either. <laughs> Nobody listens. I'm still going to talk. So, uh, anyway. But, you know, That's let funny. me just say this um, really quick. So, I was telling one of my good friends, Osiris. I said, do you remember when I taught the school-age kids? I came out of my office because the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I want you to teach them communion and what it means and what it's about. So I come out with this box of communion cups. And I've got all the kids there, and I think there was like 19 of them. When I tell you, Trisha, Holy Spirit fell and he was just there and I could feel his presence. And the kids are crying and it was a beautiful moment. So we take communion. We'll do the bread first. Now we get to the juice. And I had one boy <laughs> going. And I hear the Holy Spirit say to me, he believes that it really is the blood of Jesus. <laughs> and so he's like, and he goes, Miss Laurie, I can't do it. And I go, why? He said, I can't drink Jesus' blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm telling you the truth, Trisha. It's moments like that. You can't even get a grown person to look at it like that to the point where... I mean, what does I the Bible say that. about that, though? To have a mind like a child, right? Thoughts. To be like. To be like a child. And he just really... It was a beautiful moment. But I, I laughed today, thinking of that. Thinking of that, because I wonder, at what time do you stop teaching ch children 
the importance and the significance of what that entails, mm. what that means, because it's something that Jesus asked us to do. Right. And so... I mean, I teach my kids now, my three-year-old. Yeah. She'll see me do communion, and she'll ask why I'm doing it. And I'll tell her, and she'll be like, okay, and she'll run away. <laughs> but right. I tell her. I don't, she doesn't uh, have the concept of sitting down, but I think that you should always be telling kids. You should always be talking to them. You should always be teaching them. Mm. You know, not to go off subject, but kind of the same thing. Not really, but Octavia likes to make people cards. She's at that stage. She likes to like draw cards and send them and give them to people. So she goes, oh, I gotta make Jesus a card. Aww. And she goes, I gotta make Jesus a card. And then when I die, I gotta put it in my heart so I can give it to him. I said, how about, I said, is Jesus in your heart right now? She goes, well, yeah. I said, well, if you make a card for Jesus and you put it in your room and hang it up, she's going to see it all the time because you're always in your room. She's like, wow. She's like, that's a good idea, Mom. Yeah. That is a good idea. And she understood the concept. Yeah. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? So, <sighs> anyway, we got to wrap up. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think, I think <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, Jesus said to me, I was in my room and I was worshiping, and he said, my children don't know how to fight. Mm. He said, tell my children, I want them to learn Psalms 23. I said, okay. So, you know, I told the church, you know, what, to read it and that in February I was going to ask you and I think that should be one of the one of the main um, scriptures that people should know because when you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, mm. you've got to know that his rod and his staff, right. they're going to give you comfort. You know what I mean? And that you're planted by living water and you're good. Right. You may not, you may be standing there, tears in your eyes and you're just, but you're good. Last night I was praying at the Bible table and a song from when we used to go to the door. Mm came out of my heart and I was like and it took me a second to remember all the words and man my eyes filled up with tears and it just brought me back to a time where I can remember singing that top of my lungs sounded terrible <laughs> but man I, I I was singing it to Jesus you know yeah yeah that's the way it was last night I think that we should, we can take anything out of this podcast for today is prayer Come on. puts a dome around us. Come on. And worship should be our life. Singing. Octavia has been asking, she asks all the time, can you put line, 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 hail, hail on for me, mama? Lion of Judah. 
She loves that song. And she sings the whole thing. And she's like, if we have a worship like that. I'm telling you. And we can close our eyes and we can picture the words of our worship, our prayers going before God. And they're like a dome. How about we we pray the Our Father every day, mm. like you said. You know what I mean. On my fast, I was doing that every day, and then I stopped. But then I listened to that podcast today, that testimony today, and I was like, I'm gonna start doing that again. I would like to memorize it because you know Catholics memorize it, but I did not memorize it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> being being Catholic, growing up. <clears throat> All of those prayers, right? Um, you know, and they're just stuck here now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey. But yeah. So let's pray for the people. All right. On the other side, precious heavenly Father, how we love you, and how we praise you, and how we just ask, Lord Jesus, that you would meet the people on the other side of the screen, those that are listening. Meet them where they are, Father. Some are battling depression. Some are battling sickness. Some are battling loneliness. Some are battling feeling ostracized, never fitting in. Jesus, I pray that you would meet them right where they are and that you would become for them what they need. Just like the Apostle Paul, and he says, I have become all things to all men to win all men. Father, I pray that you would have your way in this hour and in this time, in the lives of your sons and daughters, for those that used to walk with you and no longer do, their heart has grown cold. I pray that you would breathe fresh breath upon them. For those, Father, that don't know you, I pray that you would unveil their eyes to be able to see with the eyes of their heart who you really are. I pray, Jesus, that you would shower your love upon them and bring them to a new place, a place of wide open spaces with you, Jesus. Father, we give you the glory and we say thank you. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for the beautiful lives that you have given. Thank you for the trials. Thank you for the tears. Because it produces great things within us that we don't feel at the time. But in time, we see. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, that was a good one. But until next time. We are just kicking it with Jesus. God bless you guys.